0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey, folks, it's Matt Zachary, and welcome to Vax On, a weekly segment of my podcast, Out of Patience, right here on the Offscript Network.
0: Hey, I'm Alora Nanos. I'm a lawyer, a journalist, a mom of a teenage narcoleptic, and a professional big mouth.
1: Lou and I go back 30 years as best friends, and we're here to have fun and bring you a layperson's guide to what the hell just happened this week in healthcare as America gets its vax on and shows COVID the door.
0: We're here together to learn, complain, and include you in the conversation.
1: So join us on Twitter at VaxOnPod and share your stories and grievances using the hashtag VaxOn. All right, Matt, let's get at it. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to VaxOn. Got a really, really, really (laughs) intriguing special episode for you today. Elora's here, of course, as for... Actually, you're here, here. I'm here, Which is nice, not remote. But you brought a special guest. I did. From our past.
0: I (laughs) brought a guest from Christmas past. And that is our good friend, all the way from Tottenville High School, (laughs) Stephanie Santoriello. Yes, hello, hello.
1: Band Geeks for Life.
0: I mean, forever. Can't Chana Wanda. And forever. For yes. For Eva. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, may our secrets die with us. <laughs>
0: and here's what, and let me just introduce our listeners to the reason why I brought Stephanie.
1: Well, so No, don't do that.
0: I'm going to do that because you know why? Because Stephanie has an opinion on oh. everything. Mm. Her opinions are good. I love them. She's fun. And that's what we need. Oh, geez. That's why. So no pressure. Welcome <laughs> aboard. Thank you. Yeah, that's I'm it. so happy to be here.
1: Yeah. Like a game show. I know. <laughs> The the door is,
0: like a game show, but no questions and no prizes.
1: Anyway, <laughs> just like you just guys like taking a ocean cruise, except there's no boat and you don't actually go anywhere. Right,
0: <laughs> like Portal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it has no point
0: and just takes up thirty seconds. Okay, right.
1: so welcome, thank you. This is our weekly "What the Fuck Just Happened This Week in Healthcare" show and vaccine nonsense show. Uh, I think fuckery was your original word for this, Allura. Sure. Okay. Healthcare fuckery. Healthcare fuckery. There's yeah. a lot of fuckery to talk about today.
0: Oh. Oh, there is. And uh, for our first story, I thought Stephanie would be perfect to opine on it because, oh. like myself, she is a mom of two in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And um, guess what Phil Murphy did?
1: Wait, that's the governor, right?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, the one with the teeth?
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> Don't they all have teeth? <laughs> he has extras.
1: Okay. Extra teeth, like yes. Tom Cruise teeth.
2: Well, I mean, like tall, tall teeth. He's got. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's
1: a lot. So what did this fair governor do?
0: So it it was very funny because at the same time that I received an email from something I'm going to in Maryland where they said, we're not letting you in unless you have an N95 mask on, we also got an email from the governor that says the mask mandate in the state of New Jersey is gone. In March. On March 7th. This is for um private
1: businesses, churches, gyms, all that (laughs) stuff, or everyone?
0: Everyone. no, No statewide mask mandate. And the biggest issue really is schools. Now- little, you know, asterisk, the school districts can decide themselves what to do. Right. There's just no statewide mandate.
1: I mean, he's not going to like Ron DeSantis this and force the schools to say you can't do this even if they want to.
0: Yeah, I think the schools get to decide. Yeah, they get to decide. And it's not like Now you're not allowed to have masks because that's going on in some of those other horrendous places. Right. But you're allowed to do it. But it's like,
2: Steph, like back me up on
0: this. I think it's a really weird time for them to have made this choice.
2: Well, I think it's weird for a couple of reasons. First of all, the March 7th part of it, it's like the 6th is you still very much in danger of catching covid
1: and but on the 7th se- like this, on the
2: seventh, this <laughs> magic happens is it because it's coronavirus?
1: <laughs> oh wow is that really coronavirus? Yeah.
0: well the lockdown was march 14th but i'll tell you it's my coronavirus because march 7th was the last time that i did something big in the world before oh. the shutdown in 2020
1: well your coronavirus matters way more than the actual scientific right. <laughs> But what, it,
0: what but, was that thing i'm so curious was what? it a fish
1: concert or something
0: th- no it was a <laughs> gala Okay, Okay. I was dressed up and very fancy. Thank you very much. I thought you were going to say it was
1: gout. (laughs) (laughs) At our age, anything's possible.
0: I mean, that would certainly be worth marking on my calendar. (laughs) No, but the thing is, I remember it because I had this big event planned for March 7th. And although things were not locked down yet, it sort of is the anniversary of when COVID became a thing before, you know, before it was called COVID. Right. And it was just OG coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, so that was before we knew about the bat, but after we knew about people <laughs> right. dying in China. Yeah. Also, can we go back to calling it Corona? I liked that so much better right. than COVID. I, like RIP the beer people, but still, <laughs> I just liked it You better. saw the
1: Delta tweet when they the Delta came out, right? When the Delta variant came out, Delta sent a tweet. To the Corona Beer Twitter handle saying, oh, we're sorry we're here now too. <laughs> That's
0: well, you great. know, when Delta came out, I 100% thought it was about the airlines. Oh, really? I 100% thought it was Delta Airlines because I guess I wasn't paying attention to Alpha, Beta and Gamma. Right. So, I don't know. They weren't big. I
1: think the next variant should just be Spirit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They merged with Frontier. Do you know that? Did they really? I know. my um, Frontier, my favorite budget airline. Spirit, my least favorite budget airline. <laughs> they just merged. And now you can only have 40 pound luggage and I'm not happy.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's I'm limiting. not happy.
0: Anyway. That's very limiting. So here's my question, though. Yes. Steph, you think your district is going to keep the mask on?
2: Uh, hmm. Well, what's your district? Good, uh, uh, I guess Madison. Okay. Which is in North Jersey, yeah, North Jersey, okay, Morris County. And uh, I I mean, if the governor says it, I think our district would go along with it. So, like, if they don't have to do it, you think that they're going to drop it? Yeah. So I don't think my district is going to do that.
0: I suspect my district will keep the masks on even though they don't have to.
1: Is the rationale behind this based in any science or is it just like, well, since cloth masks don't work and half the country's not going to get vaccinated, it's on them now?
2: Well, it's there's something about spring. Did you read that? It's like, well, spring is coming. Spring is near. And so that means, you know, rip them (laughs) off. I I have such mixed feelings about it, but because I mean, have people been in schools? There's kids there and. Kids should wear masks all all the time because schools are petri dishes. That's number one. Also, (laughs) I don't know what
0: planet Phil Murphy's living in, but spring is not here on March 7th. Spring doesn't show up until June because my kids start swim practice. On Memorial Day every year, in at the end of May, and, and it's every still year cold. it is fucking freezing. Yeah. It's not even just cold. It's like 40 <laughs> degrees every well, year at the beginning let's, of June.
1: Let me not forget the, the grand shaman of predictors, Puxatoni mm. Phil. Right. Where Bo- fucked. Before
2: yeah. he died. <laughs> Before <Yeah>. he died <laughs> in <Right>. New Jersey.
1: <laughs> Whatever the new version of him is.
2: <laughs> not the one that De Blasio dropped. Not no, the, no, no. Not that. That's not a that. separate <laughs> one. Do you
0: know that De Blasio said that he thinks that his Supreme lack of popularity was based on dropping the Staten Island Groundhog. He wouldn't be wrong.
1: No, he wouldn't be wrong, <laughs> I, but like definitely didn't help. Didn't, uh, <laughs> definitely it like like, not because you know help.
2: everyone loved him before that. He right. was like five stars, and then just right in the toilet. He's just like, ah, fucking Staten Island. I'm not going back. <laughs> I mean, any I'd public
1: do. health official is going to make shit up as to why they're doing this for political reasons or whatnot. But I, I, I'm at a point now where, like, I'm just as of this taping this this past week's Bill Maher. He did a well, – I mean, I agree with him like like eight out of ten times. He's got – he says everything the right way. I want to hear it.
0: Mm-hmm. The and other two b- times are the ones I agree with. Him. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's like conscious bias. I really appreciate the way he frames arguments. But he talked about how, you know, can we just protect the vulnerable and get back to life? And yeah. what does that really mean? I know it's like throwaway sentences to just put out there. But if there's going to be a bunch of people that refuse to get vaccinated and the rest of us know what to do to protect ourselves, is it really our – responsibility the me we of this country how long could we be we before we go back to I just need to be me mm-hmm. and then we
0: I, I I have to say that that what I would like what would make me feel comfortable is to really know numerically like, what are the standards that we're going to use to impose these restrictions or lift these restrictions? Mm-hmm. So in other words, I would want to hear the numbers first right. before we make the the choices and say, OK, when we get down to this amount, we think then it's going to be safe to do this. But I've never heard that. I've never heard any kind of like setting the standard before
2: it happens, because I think they want the leeway to just like do shit whatever they feel like. Yeah. It. Well, I mean, it's like, how do you pick that day? Right. Without knowing. And we don't know. Like maybe there's. uh, Right. It shouldn't be a date. It should be like when we get to this many cases a day, that's that's when we think it'll
0: be okay. Maybe they're doing that. They're just not telling us. But I feel like that's stupid. Like they should (laughs) should
2: tell you everything.
0: The thing is, if it was your kids, you would be like, kids, you're allowed to do whatever the activity (laughs) is when this thing happens externally. Right. right. And you can watch out the window until this thing... Ha- like, when it stops raining, we'll go on a picnic. Right. Like that. like Because wh- you know why? Because it's not moms in charge. Right. Mm. That's why. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I love you. I know you're a dad, Matt. But sorry. You put moms in charge. The communication and the rules are going to be much more
1: rigid and predictable. I understand that. I'm a fan of that. Would
2: your kids be excited if they said, okay, masks off? They'd be thrilled. Yeah.
1: Absolutely thrilled.
2: It's interesting you
0: ask. So my daughter, I'm sure, will be thrilled because mm-hmm. I know that it really does have you know, that kind of negative impact socially, and it's very annoying to listen to the teachers and stuff. My son, who's a high school senior, will not be happy. Um, He is... Well, he's
1: in a special category.
0: I mean, he's not any more likely to contract COVID than anybody else. Right. But he's very medically cautious. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he does have a medical condition. He's narcoleptic, which doesn't make him any more susceptible to COVID, but does make like any health things kind of more annoying when mm-hmm. he gets them.
1: Well, it's a sensitivity that most other kids his age don't have.
0: I guess, and I think he, he and an awareness. It, you yeah. know, it's more an awareness, and I think he's very much like he doesn't want to deal with other people and their germs, and mm-hmm. he, you know, he kind of feels like I don't trust these people, and 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 he's very um, plugged into who's vaccinated and who's not, and I think he's very uncomfortable at the fact that you know he would have classmates that are not vaccinated, and he wouldn't want to be around
1: them if they're unmasked. But I'm I'm, I'm a fan. Of this, like, kind of do what you want. Yeah. As long as the people that are choosing to not protect themselves and others are accountable.
0: I don't understand why we can't just be like, if you're unvaccinated, you have to wear a mask because you pose an extra
1: risk. Yeah, like that's the opposite of what's going to ever work. Right. Wait, didn't we cover that once? There was like a whole movement of people that wore masks on purpose to thwart the people that didn't want them to wear masks. <laughs> You can't even.
0: No, I can't even. Speaking of can't even. Oh. Would you like to move to the next segment?
1: Wait, the Olympics. I heard that that's oh, happening I now. I love the Wait,
0: Olympics. Can, can I, oh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the opposite of Alora. So I have to, I feel that I have to confess that <laughs> I don't care about the Olympics at all. No, not really.
1: <gasps> no, not, I don't. A, not a fan of the Olympics.
0: But, <sighs> but. And I feel bad that I feel that. Way. So I, that that is why one of the reasons I brought Stephanie in because because <laughs> I
2: love.
1: We need someone who gives a shit. About the
0: Olympics. <laughs> we need someone with Olympics.
2: In, uh, in this room, I'm the. I give all the
1: shit. Yeah.
0: So, and I, it's not that I. It's not that I have any like distaste for the Olympics. I just I'm always like a few weeks late, and I I don't know people, and I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. But um, did you read the story about what's happening in the Olympic? It's the Olympic Village, right?
2: Oh, with the uh, people. With the
0: coronavirus? It sounds like a shit show. Mm, Tell me more. Apparently, you know, of course, there are Olympic athletes and every day we're hearing more and more are testing positive for COVID. And while they're there, they have to isolate. And it sounds like where they're being forced to isolate is a disaster.
1: Like Guantanamo level disaster? Well,
0: I mean, at least bad sauce, orange sauce on your pasta, bad level. Oh, boy. (laughs) It sounds (laughs) like, you know, um, I've been on vacation a couple of times in the past two years. And I've gone to resorts where they say that if you test positive for COVID while you're there, they'll put you up free of charge in like their COVID unit. And I, this is exactly what I picture like the Caribbean resorts COVID unit to look <laughs> like—a like. dungeon, like a dungeon, like the and pulp
1: fiction dungeon.
0: It sounds really oh bad. And like, <laughs> so the team officials from Germany, Belgium, and Russia, they said that their athletes are facing poor to no internet connection. Which, hello, if you're going to isolate, you got to have yeah, Wi-Fi. That sounds like torture. <laughs> bad food. Which I'm like, how did the Russians even know that the food? <laughs> Was Sorry, that was so bad okay and, this episode is sponsored by <laughs> borscht
2: oh i love a nice pink suit <laughs> oh, no stroganoff you
0: gotta be <laughs> shitting me and, and no training equipment like so i i kind of feel like the wi-fi is they gotta they gotta have wi-fi they gotta have yeah.
1: clean beds yeah, and sounds, and you know, it's terrible. not even like a first world issue like you need to have that these days
2: but plus i think it's like uh the the athletes being separated from their teammates and not being able to communicate without the Wi-Fi. That's like, that's horrible.
0: And then like, I I am sort of amused and I, I don't know if it's because of my general apathy toward the Olympics, but in the story that I read, there are you know these accounts of of the terrible treatment and like this one Russian biathlon. I don't even know what sport that is,
1: but um, <laughs> A two. It's like right. running and guns, right? Isn't that what it is, or skiing and guns?
2: Oh, I've seen that. I actually saw that yesterday. Valeria, so you do like the Olympics. You're cl- awa- You're in the secret. Here's the thing. Olympic I'm aware liker.
1: of them. I understand them. They don't interest me.
2: But why would the bi at the bi-ness be? Guns and skiing. How do those things? Is is that really what it is? I think it's cross
1: country skiing and ski shooting. You're lying. I remember that cause You're there was lying. like a, no, there was like an Atari game in the 80s that had that. I <gasps> it's think the
0: Pitfall of the Olympics. Uh, I
2: love Pitfall. I love yeah. Pitfall.
1: Wait, <laughs> okay. hold on. I, I might be lie. wrong. L- listeners like scape me on Twitter if I'm wrong, but I think that's what the what the what that is.
2: I mean, I think it could be any two things. I'm going to just
1: live fact yeah, check this okay, while you sounds, guys talk. It's like
2: piccolo playing. Yeah, that and sounds good. And ostrich and
0: jumping. So, oh, <laughs> do you guys want to hear about this? I, this, I do like, want to hear. Valeria Vatsnetova. Ooh. No, I probably said that wrong. Vaznetsova. So, okay. Valeria Vaznetsova. She said, my stomach hurts. I'm very bad.
1: <laughs> I'm right.
2: <gasps> no way. Guns? It is uh,
1: skate skiing, skate shooting. Yeah. That's insane. Cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. I'm like, how do I know that? I pulled I that out of my know. ass. I mean, Atari you're... in the 80s for the win. See, yeah. Can I
2: know how rifle shooting is a sport? That's not a sport. I, it is. Well, wow. if you have skis on. <laughs> wait, you, Do you take your skis off? No,
1: you don't. You
2: oh, keep wait, them on. Hold on.
1: That's just so, just you're so sure silly.
2: With the skis on? I think
1: you do. No. <laughs> I, I just closed the window on the browser. But like uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do our fact finding. but okay. like, We have confirmed that this Russian biathlete <laughs> is a skier. Who shoots guns?
2: That's like <laughs> those are two really important quality you need to be able to do both of those things. Especially at Hunter. To be Martin. Russian. Yes. <laughs> they should have put that Ma- oh, in Rocky Four.
1: That's yeah. insane. Uh- Wait, wait. So okay. he's complain when the, when the Russians complain, they <laughs> the, the, the know the there's large, a problem.
0: She said, "I'm very pale and I have huge <laughs> black circles around my eyes. I mean, I want this all to end. I cry every day. That's so terrible. And that's terrible." She said that she had
2: pasta, orange sauce, meat, and potatoes I for told breakfast. you about the orange sauce. Orange, orange sauce. sauce. I, I, I mean, it could be a vodka sauce. That wouldn't be so bad. No, that's not so. But that, for, she said more pink, a pink, pink yeah. yeah, it's yeah. All, yeah. She said breakfast, lunch, and dinner though. That's kind of gross.
1: Either way, none of this is okay.
0: No, I mean right. this is I, I really I have to say though, I really feel for these people because I mean it's gotta be frightening to be isolated because you have COVID. You know, you're in a foreign country at something that you're missing, like this incredibly exciting thing that you've prepared for. Yeah, but
1: to be in a Turkish prison at the same time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not okay. Not okay. It's
2: it's really not okay. It's so sad too to be all all the way there with and not get to do what you're there for. Yeah. I mean, well, it's hard.
0: It sounds like the Olympic organizers are trying to fix the problem. So it sounds like it's good that these people spoke out because word on the street is that something's being done to to
1: ameliorate the conditions. If this were in like the Netherlands or some Nordic country, this would probably be like maybe the spa.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, I wonder if it's better or worse than our studio. Right. Probably worse. I like our studio. I think the
2: studio probably has good Wi-Fi because you got you found out about that by athlete
0: in Pretty two clear. seconds, yeah.
1: but no orange sauce no orange sauce no, in the studio I, yeah. is it like
2: orange like orange flavored, like general sauce chicken I
1: yeah we need to get like well, clarity I would, on yeah, this yeah I would like
2: to know because if it's if it's like citrusy I'm gonna have a problem with that is it like the orange ginger sauce on the on the salad at the sushi I
0: place mean, you can oh, find some really I bougie really like restaurant that. where
1: orange sauce is like a hundred bucks on pasta yeah that's not this I'm sure
0: <laughs> I just feel like that's sort of like a it, it's sort of a comical complaint like this is terrible I wake up every day I'm pale and I'm
2: eating orange sauce <laughs>
1: Now, that's a different podcast. <laughs>
2: yes. Also, I'm pale. Uh, but <laughs> I've got circles under my eyes. and I, I, my, I don't know.
1: What's my excuse? I'm not <laughs> an Olympic athlete. <laughs>
0: all three of us are kind of pale with circles under our eyes. But all, all due respect, Staten Island. We,
1: we salute and respect our Olympic athletes across the world. Every country, they work their asses off for this. Yeah. They deserve all the credit they can get.
2: They absolutely do, I, whether I watch it or not. Oh, well, did you see the um, the figure skater, Vincent Cho? He's... He was that but,
1: that massive fall on the ice. I saw this huge oh no. catastrophe. They were doing like a where the man lifts the girl up and spins her around, oh, that, I, that, and that they fell down <gasps> on the ice. It was, At,
2: yeah, towards the end of their it routine. was very cringy. No, no. So this this uh, young athlete, he's like Nathan Chen, sh- competitor, mm-hmm. right? So you always hear about Nathan Chen being this fantastic male figure skater no, and you hear about oh, this guy I, do. Being I fantastic. do not because yeah. i am tuned in i love also, the olympics also stephanie has has a
0: daughter who's a competitive figure skater so she's like plugged oh, they, into well, that yeah. world okay. yeah I'm,
2: my daughter does synchronized skating oh, which sorry. is which is which should be in the olympics but it's with not guns? yet <laughs> And skis. No guns skis and and orange sauce okay great <laughs> it's if you can stir your orange this sauce our, with a gun this
1: is a weird olympics
2: <laughs> It certainly,
1: is. <laughs> I don't but, like the Olympics.
2: But this poor, this poor athlete. You know, he's wor- he he actually uh, made this Instagram video, uh, and he's like talking to his fans, and he's talking basically to his younger self, and he's like, you know, you worked this hard, and 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 he did win a sil- silver medal for the figure skating team for the U.S. It's not a total waste of time, but you know he got COVID and now he's in orange sauce. And, <laughs> he's in orange sauce, out. <laughs> but I do think that for him it'll it'll work out. Maybe why? Because, uh, because now he's uh, people really feel for him, and I feel like he's uh, you know maybe maybe the next Olympics will be his time. COVID sympathy is like good uh, for his story. So he's like the Nancy Kerrigan of orange yes, sauce at the COVID Olympics. Exactly.
1: What kind of pipe was he whacked by?
2: uh, It was more like a ladle. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Full of orange sauce. (laughs) Yes.
1: Speaking of that, uh, we're going to take a quick break uh, with a word from our sponsor, Orange Sauce. We'll be right back.
0: Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com.
2: CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: And we're back somehow elora stephanie hello again we
0: hello I hope i'm our here
1: enjoyed the orange sauce advertisement
0: <laughs> well you know we had some fun so now it's time for me to get annoyed
1: yeah oh, elora boy. always starts the show optimistic <laughs> and happy and she slowly descends into this apocalypse now brando who madness it? yeah that yeah. does
2: that is my role that's my brand yeah always annoying my that's uh, my brand i wake up good and yeah. then by the end of the day it's
0: not good right exactly <laughs> exactly that's like the the day in the life of a mom
1: well we can tease your podcast Hello, I'm exhausted.
0: Hello, exactly. That's going to be my new podcast. Yes. Hello, I'm exhausted. I hate everyone. And then you do ASMR. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so anytime I need, you know, to be a little exhausted, all I have to do is check out what the Fifth Circuit is doing. Yeah. Your mm.
1: lawyer hat comes very handy. There's yes. that lawyer
0: hat. And it is, boy, is it ever a hat. So, you know, for those of you who it's don't follow... It's filled with anger. Yes. It is filled with anger. And, if you know, for those of you who don't follow the United States Circuit <laughs> Courts of Appeals... Which is everyone <laughs> except you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, you know, the Fifth Circuit. So these are the, the federal courts that are right underneath the U.S. Supreme Court. So when appeals come from the circuit courts, they go up to the Supreme Court to ask them to hear the case. So the Fifth Circuit, which sits in New Orleans, Louisiana, and handles that whole region around there, has a lot of Republican appointed judges. And President Trump appointed a whole bunch of the judges on the Fifth Circuit. And as a result, their decisions are questionable at best. Now, the other day, though, what happened has zero to do with politics or has to do with any kind of law or interpretive anything. It's just a judge acting like a dick. Mm. So here's the situation. Um, oral arguments were coming up before the court. So this one lawyer who works for the Department of Justice, he's a he works for the Biden administration. I don't know anything about him. It doesn't you know, mean that he's a Democrat or a Republican, Who knows? So his name is Joshua Koppel. And he was arguing the government side of the case. So he made a motion to the Fifth Circuit asking, hey, can we do the case remotely? Because that's what the DOJ is doing right now. They're trying to do everything remotely. So this was at the height of Omicron. So he filed this in, I think, November or December, oral arguments in January. So to be safe, he said, can we just do it remotely? And he said in his paperwork, "Uh, I am vaccinated, but I have two young children who are too young to be vaccinated and traveling from Washington, D.C., to new orleans is going to require me to be around all kinds of crowds of people right. there's no way i'll be able to to avoid crowds and it's just too dangerous right now and i'd really prefer to do it remotely okay reasonable yeah totally reasonable now the court denied the motion and said forget it you have to come in which <laughs> i already thought was like kind of dicky like I, I don't know what the court's reasoning was they didn't say they just were like no you have to come in okay fine they so, like face is that time. common
1: though or, like irrespective of covid Where they can just deny the request, the
0: court can deny whatever it wants. Now, whether it's common that they deny based on that specific request, I don't know. I don't know how often that's made because a lot of the courts, a lot of the federal courts, are only doing things remotely. Right. So I don't really know. I mean, it's not the kind of thing that would like make headlines um, on its own. So I don't really know how common that is. But it just seems sort
2: of dicky, and it seems unusual. Like it seems like why? Who wants to? If you could do something remotely, why why wouldn't wouldn't you you? just do it remotely? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they have the oral arguments. Everybody gets there and treks
0: all the frig the way to New Orleans. Frig, yeah. So frig, yeah. (laughs) You
1: frig. (laughs) Sorry. I was having
0: a PG moment. Yeah. Anyway, so they all get there, and in New Orleans there is a mask mandate. If you're indoors, it's unless you're eating or drinking. There's a mask mandate. Unlike New Jersey. Unlike New Jersey. Yeah. So (laughs) on March seventh, right. So well, not March six. Oh, <laughs> March six bad. Yeah. March seven good. <laughs> so everybody gets there, and the attorney approaches the uh, the lectern to do his oral argument, and he has a mask on, like everybody else in the room, right? right. And Judge Jerry Smith, who is a Ronald Reagan appointee, if that tells you anything about wow. his age, wow, yeah, okay. He <laughs> he <please>. likes
1: Kojak. <laughs> and, and Matlock.
0: He definitely likes Matlock. and Quincy. <laughs> Oh, Quincy. And Perry
1: Mason. Really? (laughs) All right, I'm done. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) He's not listening to our podcast. No. So Judge Jerry Smith, he tells the attorney, take your mask off while you're arguing. And the attorney says, I'd really prefer to keep it on. And the judge says, I don't care. Take it off and forces him to take the mask off during the oral arguments. And just in case anybody's wondering, oh, well, maybe they couldn't hear him clearly because he had a mask on. I heard the audio of the proceedings, and you could hear this guy perfectly clearly with the mask on. Okay, so it made a lot of headlines when this happened because it's so bizarre. Right, it's just the judge being like, "Look at me," being like a big jerk, but also breaking the law, right? Because there's an indoor mask mandate, and the court's rules do allow that if lawyers want to take their mask down. while they're arguing, they're allowed to. Mm-hmm. But there shouldn't be forced. Of course not. There's no restriction. That I mean, you would never be restricted from wearing a mask anywhere that's before so weird, COVID. Right. Before
1: did he COVID. comply out of respect for the court or did he comply because he felt that this would lead to like him losing the oral argument?
0: You know, I mean, no, I couldn't say I didn't speak directly to him, but I, I can tell you um, it would be very unusual for an attorney given a direct instruction by a circuit court judge to just like not do it. That would be really odd. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I imagine he was like, "Okay," And, you know, given the dynamics of being up at a lectern, he probably wasn't really, really close to anyone else at that moment. Right. Right. But I mean, it just was such a bizarre thing for a judge to say, like, no, you have to. What's interesting.
1: The judge was wearing a mask.
0: I think the judge was not wearing masks because I think the judges are allowed to make their own rules. Okay. So it was – and it's a three-judge panel. March
1: 6th, not March 7th. Yes,
0: exactly. It's a three-judge panel of the Court of Appeals. And by the way, what really disturbed me is the other two judges also just didn't say anything.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Now,
0: meanwhile, on the same day, in a different courtroom of the same court – because the Court of Appeals has lots of different judges on it, and then they break them into these little panels. Right. In another courtroom – Another lawyer came up to the lectern. And in that case, the judge was like, absolutely leave your mask on, no problem. So, hmm. I mean, it just is like, I it don't know. It was like
2: he just woke up on, the, he was like, you know what, I feel ornery today. Or like, I'm well, going like, to start something. It, it kind of made me feel like, that is some kind of power trip.
0: Yeah. Why do you think a person's wearing a mask? Obviously, they have some kind of concern. You don't know what their health issue yeah. is. Plus, this guy told the court, I really don't feel comfortable I don't being even there. want to be here, right? I, don't I even...
1: want to do this remotely. I it feel... sounds like the judge from my cousin Vinny.
2: <laughs> but Mr. Trotter. Was... Oh. Mr. Trotter. He's so good. Herman Munster. Fred Gwynn, he's such a good judge. And he was
0: actually a really good judge right. in that right. movie. Yeah. He was a good judge. But he I was. could just see like
1: the, this guy having some kind of like southern grievance Against, I don't know. He's just a
2: jackass. Or maybe Joshua had such a nice. Damn pseudonym. yankee
1: coming into my car. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know where Joshua is from. Okay, but
0: I know he works in DC, but okay. he could be from anywhere. Right. But I just kind of feel like, like, what is this? And the fact that this is what professionals are subjected to, right? It just really pissed me off.
1: Meanwhile, the entire point of this was for him to do his best to protect his children, right? Yeah. And here he is now taking this whole trip because it was forced to. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I kind of agree, like, being in the open space or not, you're not going to contract it. It's not like airborne in the crazy I mean, crazy. who, knows? who yeah. knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not like, licking microphones and things right. like that. But you're right. He was at risk more than he would not have been under different circumstances. And this judge is apathetic to his plea. Now, yeah. to be
0: fair, I should just insert this. Mm. Courtrooms are are generally places where the judges don't give a shit about what the lawyers are doing in front of them or about what the lawyers in front of them feel. Um, okay. Which is why we've had rules for years that women aren't allowed to wear pants in court.
1: What? what do you mean? They have to wear what?
0: Yeah, women aren't allowed to wear pants like at the Supreme Court wait what are oh. they supposed to wear they have to wear a dress what? a skirt yeah
1: i'm like wait i didn't <laughs> like even go to dress <laughs> yet i'm like you can't wear it <laughs> if pants you are optional be, what are you yes. to wear instead? it's Women like donald be, duck you yeah. just
2: you're only on the top and then the bottom is like a diaper
1: that's wow yeah all right muppets muppet standards in court
2: yeah yeah wait is sense. that
1: still true today um we're so, only in like louisiana <laughs>
0: No, no. At the U.S. Supreme Court, you will not be recognized if you're wearing pants. Now, I I feel like they may have changed it in the last couple of years. Wait, I didn't. This is a fun fact of the day. Yeah. In federal I, court, women are not not supposed to. It, 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 when I was in law school, it was all federal courts n- never allowed to wear pants. Now, they gradually changed it. But I'm pretty sure that the Supreme Court either still has the skirts only rule hmm. or if they change it, they change it like in the last couple of years. Like
2: what about a culotte? You know, you could really like try to.
1: What about jorts? Oh,
2: (laughs) perfect.
1: You surprised I know what jorts are? No
0: one should ever wear jorts.
1: (laughs) This episode not sponsored by jorts or orange sauce.
0: (laughs) Not in court. No jorts in court. That is your
1: book. There's your book.
2: (laughs) At least a chapter.
1: Dr. Seuss is gonna have a fanfare uh, oh my get God. It from his grave with this one.
2: What's the other thing called? Besides, you got a culotte, which is sort of like a like a palazzo pant. Yeah, right. Which is sort. Could be <laughs> like zebra
1: are pretty wide, right?
2: Uh, I don't know, but you got like a, a you have like a lot of pleats. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like that's more wide at the top. What about like
1: a Cinderella ball gown? Yeah,
2: that could work. I guess. I mean, I'm. Are do we have to see the knees? There's so many questions I have. Minnie,
1: Minnie, or maxi? Yeah,
2: we'll Women. See. Women, by the way, weren't allowed to
0: wear pants on the Senate floor until 1993. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, supreme Court judge to women lawyers: No Palazzo pants. 2018. Oh my gosh! How about that?
1: Google for the win.
2: <laughs> That's that is a state supreme court, but still.
1: No Palazzo pants.
2: Well, I feel like in general, that should just be a rule for the world. No No, Palazzo pants. Just none. I love a Palazzo pants. do you? They look horrendous on me, but they're a lot (laughs) like pajamas. So I I
1: don't get into this conversation.
0: Do you know what? Palazzo pants would be perfect for wearing when you are skeet
2: shooting and skiing at the same (laughs) time. (laughs) But they'd be so breezy. (laughs) I feel like like weather-wise, it's not really a good call. True, but you can eat all the orange sauce you want and not have to worry. Yeah. And we're full circle. A little, a little,
0: sorry. Yes, just like a curb
2: episode.
1: <laughs> this sounds like a Larry David conversation yeah. wanted to happen. Yeah, I
0: know. So, I'm sorry. I, you know what? I apologize. We didn't talk about anything this episode. Did we have any information in this episode? No, no. Mm-hmm. We,
1: let's recap. Okay, we, yes. we discussed Phil Murphy. True. And... No masks in Jersey, but districts may right. want to mandate this. And Stephanie right. se- seems to think that her district will keep the mask. What do you think your district's going to do? They're
2: gonna no, get- I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they'll go with whatever the governor's saying.
1: OK. So she's yeah. going to
2: have no mask. I think I'm going to have masks. You think you'll have masks? Yeah. We learned that we don't pay attention to the Olympics, but you sort of closet watch them. And Stephanie knows all about them. I love the Olympics, but but I think the people that like the Olympics don't follow what the Fifth Circuit is doing. Yes. I, this, this is how it works in the world. There's yeah. people like you. And yeah. these
1: poor Olympic <laughs> athletes in China with coronavirus living in squalor.
2: Yeah. Not who are okay. pale, who are very pale.
1: Yeah. Circles. Orange sauce. Orange sauce. That's the well, theme that's of the what- day.
2: You would think they'd be well. I don't know. I mean, is it? I, I'm so just so curious. Is like a lot of vitamin C in there? Maybe is it like gelatinous orange sauce? Is it like ketchupy? You kind gotta of? send in uh, the drones. I need to know. Although, what if it was like ke- like uh, ketchup, ketchup and, and butter may- uh, and mayonnaise? <laughs> oh, wait, why'd you put butter in there? You know, this that's is the what, definition of
1: perseverating.
0: Because that's what. What's her name? Did it L- little honey bang bang.
1: <laughs> Boo-boo. <laughs> Oh God. Like,
2: chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Honey Boo Boo had a baby. And that's uh, your chitty, baby.
1: Chitty, <laughs> Man, we have a new pitch to TV to I now. I can't
2: wait to see that show. Tick Van Dyke's still around. <laughs> I love Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I thought you just said Tick Tick Boom. <laughs> <laughs> tick that's, that's around also. And Oscar nominated. Congratulations. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> no, Tick Tick Boom was a really great documentary on Netflix about Jonathan Larson. From yeah, Rent. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's great. Everyone should
1: watch it. It's yeah. so good. Total side promotion here on Vaxon.
0: <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. No orange sauce. Right. Okay.
1: <laughs> I hope you guys listening had as much fun as we did poking a stick at healthcare fuckery just for the listeners. So, <laughs> Stephanie... Went to high school with me as Ilura did. We yes. were band geeks. I, I don't think we did justice to who you are and why you're on the show uh, today specifically. Fun. Yeah. But like you knew I me when I had hair and when I was thinner and like I had no wrinkles. Like, who was not well, I know. All of us. I had more hair and less wrinkles. But your maiden name, I know, is Stephanie Kimura. <laughs> That's right. Right. But now you're Stephanie something Italian.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> something. Something long. Now she's double S. So she's Stephanie Santoriello, and I just love saying her last name because so...
1: Santoriello,
0: the oh,
2: Santoriello,
1: Santoriello.
2: Yes, like but my dad's name is Stan. So if he, <laughs> if if we got married,
1: Stan Santoriello. <laughs> that was...
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, my dad was steaming my my balance today, and he, and he was a Stanley steamer, You're and sure? I t- took a picture, but we didn't take the picture at the time. So I took a picture after. And I'm just going to pretend that we took it at the time.
1: (laughs) So this is a glimpse of what happens when you escape Staten Island, but can't escape Staten Island. Okay. On that note, Stephanie, thank you so much for braving that particular chair in this particular room (laughs) with that particular Greek.
2: Oh, I
1: had such a great time. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Steph. Come back soon. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: That's all for now. If you like Vaxon, be sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. Tell us your shit show of a healthcare story by leaving a message for us at 855-AUDIO-66, and we might just use it in a future show. Vaxon is a product of Offscript Health. We are a healthcare engagement company built for patients and caregivers by patients and caregivers. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Our senior producer is Brianna Seeley. Our hosts are Matthew Zachary and Alora Nanos. It is recorded, mixed, and edited by Brianna Seeley. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscriptnot.com. That's media at offscript.com. For more information, visit offscript.com.